Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join me for the next hour as today's performers of medieval renaissance and baroque music bring to life the music of the distant past. This hour, we're exploring the Black Death and its influence in the lives of composers from the Middle Ages, Renaissance, and beyond. Plague plagued Europe for centuries, and we'll hear music by composers whose lives were upended or cut short by the dread disease. And we'll play a rare recording of Marc-Antoine Charpentier's Pestis Mediolanensis, The Plague of Milan, on our featured release.
We heard Hesperion 20 performing Gabriel Arcangelus, a motet by Spanish Renaissance composer Francisco Guerrero. Guerrero was many things, a composer, a contralto, a negligent caretaker of choir boys, but he was no slacker. According to his biographer, the painter Francisco Pacheco, Guerrero wrote no less than a page of music for every day that he lived. Both Guerrero's life and his musical output were cut short in 1599, when the composer died in Sevilla during an outbreak of plague. Ring round rosy, pocket full of posy, ashes, ashes, we all fall down. It's a familiar children's rhyme that's been given a dark backstory. For centuries, plague terrified Europe. Popular belief, says this rhyme's ring around a rosy, describes the lesions that would appear on a victim's skin. Posies were worn as protection against the disease, and ashes rose from the burning of plague-stricken bodies. While some scholars have debunked any connection between ring around a rosy and the plague, there's no doubt about the devastation caused by these historical pandemics. The Black Death first roared to life in 1347, cutting Europe's population nearly in half. It took the continent hundreds of years to recover, during which the disease stalked urban centers every five to six years. Some simply called it the sickness, because what else was there that could steal away so quickly and efficiently your life and loved ones? And composers were not immune. This hour will explore the music of composers whose lives were shortened or shifted by plague, even much later, beginning with music by Johann Heinrich Schmelzer, who died of plague in Prague in 1680.
was a pair of works by Johann Heinrich Schmelzer, who died of the plague just months after winning a coveted post as Kapellmeister of the Imperial Court. We heard his Lament on the Death of Ferdinand III, performed by Daniel Taylor and the Theater of Early Music, followed by the Freiburger Baroque Consort, playing Schmelzer's Balletto Primo di Spoglia di Papaggi. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia Early Music. The Franco-Flemish composer Jakob Obrecht was much admired but had trouble keeping a job. Whether because of restlessness or poor job performance, he never stayed at the same place for long, and he was twice dismissed from continental posts. Obrecht was looking for new work when he died from an outbreak of plague in Ferrara in 1505. <laughs>
We heard music by Jakob Obrecht, a Kyrie from the composer's Missa di Santo Donaziano, sung by Capella Pretensis. Many composers, particularly those with noble masters, traveled to escape plague. The countryside or smaller towns were frequent destinations as every wave of plague became in cities like London the Great Plague. But it was tougher to escape if you were confined to the ghetto, as many Jewish populations were in 1630, when plague swept through Italian city-states. In Florence, one eyewitness reported that, quote, the dead were piled in pits like cheese between layers of lasagna. In Mantua, the Jewish composer Salomon Rossi may have been among them. Rossi was so valued by his Mantuan masters that he was exempted from wearing a yellow badge to signal his faith. But plague does not make distinctions, and there is no record of the composer after 1628. Rossi's reworking of a popular tune, the Sonata Duodecima Sopra la Bergamasca, captures the spirit of happier times. Sonata Duodecima Sopra la Bergamasca, a sonata by Salomon Rossi, performed by the ensemble Rebel. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, presenting EMA's annual Young Performers Festival on the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani.
Welcome back. This hour, we're exploring the music of composers whose lives were touched by plague. Sometimes, travel helped composers escape the reach of disease, but sometimes it dumped them in the thick of epidemic. Alexander Agricola was traveling to Castile in the service of Philip the Fair when he succumbed to the plague. Born the illegitimate son of a wealthy businesswoman, Agricola penned what a near-contemporary named Hulrich Bretel called unusual, crazy, strange music. Agricola died of a raging fever in Valladolid in 1506.
we heard Rouen de Fleur, a chanson by the unusual composer Alexander Agricola, sung by the Orlando consort. In any epidemic, there are survivors. Daniel Defoe's Journal of the Plague Year, an 18th-century fictionalization of a London epidemic, captures the uneasy voice of those who managed to stay alive. A dreadful plague in London was in the year 65, which swept an hundred thousand souls away, and yet I alive. A real-life survivor was the composer and poet Guillaume de Machaut. The Black Death ripped through France in 1349, but Machaut emerged alive and kicking. His Remède de Fortune is a meditation on love, loss, and whether or not, when it comes down to it, any of us can escape our fates. Let's hear a ballade from Machaut's extended poem.
Ensemble Project Ars Nova performed the ballade En Amère à Douce Vie by plague survivor Guillaume de Machaut. You can find hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Few composers tackled the subject of plague directly. Among those who did was Marc-Antoine Charpentier, whose dramatic motet Pestis Mediolanensis, or The Plague of Milan, depicts that city in the grip of an epidemic that lasted from 1576 to 1578. Pestis Mediolanensis, written by Charpentier over a century later, commemorates the work of St. Charles Borromeo, Milan's archbishop during that time, the text also gives voice to the city's suffering. A terrible plague was ravaging Milan. Neither age, nor rank, nor sex did it respect. Everywhere mourning, everywhere fear, everywhere wailing, everywhere trembling. Corpses were strewn at the head of every street, and contagion spread far and wide by the fetid odors of death. But alas, alas, even more grievous, more miserable, more melancholy, cries rose from the mouths of the sick, sighs from the breasts of the dying, and there was no one to help. Our featured recording is a classic and out-of-print Decca LP from 1971 titled Musica Eterna at Alice Tully Hall. It includes Charpentier's not-much-recorded work, Pestis Mediolanensis. In fact, it's the only recording we could find of this piece. No. 
That was a musical depiction of a plague ravaging Milan in the 1500s, written a century later by composer Marc-Antoine Charpentier.
we heard a rare recorded performance by Musica Eterna at Alice Tully Hall in 1971. Curious about early music and historical performance? We review recordings new and old each week on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia is Ann Timberlake. Thanks to our studio engineer, Mike Pashkash, and our staff, David Wood, John Bailey, Janelle Davis, Elizabeth Clark, and Heidi Siebers. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Our producer is Luann Johnson, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia.